up everybody welcome to another episode of drinks with Drea I am your host Miss Drea hope you guys are having a wonderful day um so this is probably going to be a really quick show um because it's something that I wanted to get off of my mind and I thought the best place to do so would be on the drinks with Drea podcast and um, the topic that I want to talk about today is just self-love and the importance of having a positive mindset. Now, don't don't say uh not interested and, and cut the podcast off because I really want you guys to take heed to what I have to say. Now, I am no guru or someone who claimed to be, you know, some type of motivational speaker or some type of, um, you know, a person sitting on Oprah couch, even though I am prophetically speaking into my life that I will sit on Oprah's couch. I will. um, There's just a lot of things that I see in my future that will come to fruition, but that's not for you guys. That's for me and my faith and my belief. Um and my work ethic and me working on me. But anyway, um, when I talk about the topic of self-love, let's start there. To me, self-love means genuinely, authentically, and unapologetically loving yourself. Now, let me just break that down a little bit because we all have flaws. For me, I'm tall, very tall, and I've had a complex about that for for some time. Even as a younger girl, I remember being almost one of the shortest people in my group when I was about in fifth grade. And then all of a sudden, by the time I reached seventh grade, it felt like I was taller than everybody. And I love me, don't get me wrong, but it just felt weird. And I think the biggest part of it that was weird is that most men are shorter than me. And I'm just like... I get it. It's just length. It's just height. But it was something that I had to make peace with. Now, sometimes people talk about things and I'm sticking to the to the physical aspects first because that is what we all can identify in each other. I think to some extent we assume people have issues um, based on what we would think they should have issues on. So let me just explain that further. If we see someone who's overweight, we assume that they have an issue with being overweight. If we see someone who has extremely dark skin, we assume that they have an issue with their dark skin. If we have someone whose hair um, struggles to grow, we assume that that's something that they feel insecure about, but we honestly don't know. Some of the things that you may assume a person may have an insecurity about, they very well may be happy about or at peace with. Um, it's really on an individual level. Um, and I brought up my height, not because it's something that I feel insecure about, but it is something that as I was growing up, I had to feel like, wait a minute, what, why does it even matter? What is this? What does this mean in society? What does this mean in my place in society? And that was the one thing, honestly, that I had to make peace with because we have to understand that there are certain things in life that we just cannot control. That's why I'm an avid supporter of the serenity prayer. Serenity prayer says, God, please grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, 
the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That is one of the most powerful prayers that I could, could that I've ever encountered. Um, besides Sierra's prayer for Russell Wilson, of course. Um, <laughs> but it's it's very powerful because it's saying, look, there are things in my control, and I want the, the I want the courage to change it. I want the peace to accept what I can't change. And I need wisdom to know the difference. Because how many times have you interacted with someone who is upset about something that they cannot change? And honestly, that's one of my pet peeves. When I see people pondering about what has already happened. Because you can't change the past. You know, we could watch movies like Back to the Future and Infinity War and Endgame and all that stuff. And it's a fairy tale to say that I can go back and get a do-over. The butterfly effect. It doesn't happen that way. Everything that has happened in your life to this point has already happened. So you can't go back. You can't say, well, maybe if I would have thought differently or maybe if I would have went in a different direction. You moved in the way that you moved for whatever reason, and I believe that reason is something that will later come to you as part of the greater picture. But to dwell on it, it serves you no purpose. The only thing that you can control is what happens going forward. So I consider myself to be obnoxiously, somewhat annoyingly optimistic. And I say that because not everybody can handle an optimistic Mindset. I've had people close to me who felt like I was being dismissive or didn't care about what they were going through. That's absolutely not the case. I just don't, I'm just not programmed in a way and I don't know how to dwell on things that I can't control. I have truly conquered being able to make peace with things that are out of my control, um, find the boldness and brazen and courage within myself to change what I can and being able to have understanding and wisdom to know what I can or know the difference and be okay with that. And that in and of itself is part of self-love. Being able to be unapologetically yourself. And this is something that all my, my black folks can relate to because we all kind of struggle with this thing and what I'm talking about is sometimes we may be in public places right and one of us and I'm just gonna say us just imagine that us with um, quotation marks some of us cut up in public situations and those of us who you know acclimate ourselves to different environments I'll say it that way We kind of look like, oh crap, here we go. And we become um, like we need to um, be the balance. You know, this person is loud and wretched and causing a scene. And I'm going to show you that we're not all the same. And we take that on. And I used to feel that way. But as I've gotten older, I realized, listen, we do not have a reason to change our voices how we look, how we act, how we think, to appease nobody. I don't care what they look like. I don't care their position. At the end of the day, we are all just humans. And we have been conditioned and programmed to believe that certain of us 
are superior to those who are of um, an African nature, African American nature. And listen, I'm done apologizing for being black. I'm done apologizing for speaking slang. I'm done apologizing when I feel like I want to be loud in the moment or, you know, when I don't want to compose myself. We're only human. That's it. That's all. And we're not all the same. And that's okay. And I shouldn't feel like because a person who looks like me, as far as race identity, I shouldn't feel like I own any part of what they're doing. And I don't feel like I have to prove that we are any better. At the end of the day, every race, every gender, every belief, whatever, has great people, strong people, weak people, sad people, mad people. Like, we're all just humans. So why should we live our life trying to conform and apologize and fit into this puzzle that doesn't even really exist? Everything that we find ourselves stressing about is just made up. Even the dollar bill. It's just an IOU. It's a piece of paper. If the world not ends, but changes in a way where some of the things we rely on are no longer available, guess what? The only purpose that dollar bill can serve is to be set on fire and keep you warm for a minimal amount of time. We place value on things that are not important. And when we talk about the whole, the whole of loving yourself you have to be able to make peace with the things around you you have to be able to make peace with how God made you and and you also have to be able to just like I said be unapologetic don't don't ever find yourself in a space where you don't want to ask a question because you feel dumb or because you feel like the weight of your race religion or culture is on your shoulders Guess what? We're going to live on this earth. Some of us for a long time, others for a short time. But we're all on this earth. We're going to do great things. Some of us are going to do shitty things. It just is what it is. And then we're going to die. And no one really knows what happens at that point. So you have to be able to make peace with your existence. Make peace in a sense where you can't think about the past. You can't think about or obsess over the future. You just got to live your life day to day and be thankful. That's it. That's all. Live your life day to day unapologetically and be thankful. Stop expecting people around you to be, think, feel, and act like you because nine times out of 10, they don't. I see so many people disappointed because of all the things they feel they do for people who don't do it in return. One of the best quotes that I've ever heard that addresses that is, expect nothing, appreciate everything. Let me say that again. Expect nothing, appreciate everything. No one in this world owes you nothing. Not even the person you sleeping with, the person who gave birth to you, or the people you gave birth to. No one on this earth owes you a thing. So everything or everyone who's in your life, who serves purpose, who brings value, appreciate them. And another piece that keeps me at peace is realizing this. No matter how stressed, no matter how tired, no matter how frustrated, no matter how disappointed, any of those feelings I am, 
there's always someone who has it worse than you. It's always someone who wish they were in your shoes. And the best thing you can do is just appreciate everything. The ups, the downs, and the in-betweens. Let me just share this real quick before I move on. There was a time where I just wasn't happy. And it was of various reasons why I wasn't happy. But one of the key things that I noticed about myself in that moment is that I embraced negativity. When I hear things about people and their struggles, I wanted to hear the story. I'm never like that. I don't like to hear about people's downfall, but I was dwelling in it. I was um, um, you know, rejoicing in it. Oh, really? That happened? Mm, I didn't expect that. Being a person who's gossiping, being a person who sees the bad in every situation, being a person who just completely turned away from my natural positive nature. And that was the most unhappy I had been in my entire life. It pays to be happy. It pays to be positive. Because one thing, and this is something that I learned from church, that which you feed is that which will grow. Let me say that again. That which you feed is that which you that which will grow. If you continue to think negative, to speak negative, to be negative, that is going to become your reality. Everything that you speak into this atmosphere has a chance and opportunity to come to life. So even if your situation or your circumstances don't look good, don't feel good, don't sound good, you have to continue to embrace the positive in every situation. I unapologetically look at every glass as half full. I remember I was talking to a person um, that I worked with and she actually said to me, she said, you are one person that always try to find the positive in everything. And that was one of the best compliments that I've ever received because it is very true. I don't like to dwell in negativity. The time in my life that I allowed myself to do so was a time in my life where I was ungrateful, where I was unhappy, where I was unfulfilled, where I felt lost because I had embraced something that was not natural to me. Now, don't get it twisted. I fully understand that not everyone is um it's just not in their nature to be positive we're all different we all come from different backgrounds all of these different situations that affect how we think and how we feel and i get it but the best thing i can tell you is that it pays to be positive you have to make a conscious decision every day you wake up to just be thankful because there are so many people who didn't wake up if you're able to stand on your two legs even if you don't have legs but if you're able to stand on your two legs think about the people who don't even have that and if you don't have legs think about the people who don't have the crutch if you don't have the crutch think about the people who don't have the wheelchair if you don't have the wheelchair there's always literally someone going through something worse than what you're going through i don't care how jacked up your situation is there is always someone going through something worse who wish they were in your position expect nothing and appreciate everything that is my life's goal my mission my mantra because that's what keeps me 
at peace. That's what allows me to go to bed at night. That's what allows continuous flow of blessings to come into my life because I'm not going to accept negative things as my reality. And even when I find myself thinking negatively, I have to pull myself back up pull myself together and say, I'm not embracing that. These last few weeks, I have found myself complaining. Now, I talked about it yesterday, how I just started a new job. And I mean, I work a later shift, so I'm just complaining. Oh, it's late. Oh, people don't listen. Oh, I don't know if I like this. Blah, 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 blah. And I found myself being negative in something that I shouldn't be negative about. Because I'm truly blessed. And I had to reprogram myself. And this is how bad it had gotten with me being negative about this. Or not even, it's, it's, I didn't feel bad about it. It was just my words. And maybe that was just a defense mechanism to not, you know, sometimes we we talk ourselves out of blessing. And what I mean by that is we t- tend to try to say this is too good to be true. So let me try to bring it down so that if it's taken from me, that it won't look so bad. And that's what we all do. You know what I mean? If, if things in your life just seem to be moving in the right direction, then we introduce negative. Well, you know, it's great, but it's great, but I'm happy, but that, but can destroy your life. Don't be afraid of things being too good to be true. Don't be afraid of things being taken away from you. Because one thing I've learned When God takes something from you, no matter how good, great, or comfortable that was, he will always replace it with something greater. Only if you are positive. Only if you believe. Only if you continue to speak positivity into your life. The moment you allow negativity to control you, that is the moment you will struggle. That is the moment you will be unhappy. That is the moment that you will be incomplete. That is the moment you will feel lost. And you have control over that. As much as you think you don't, you have control over that. So that's two things to please walk away with. Love yourself unapologetically for how you were made and who you are. Live unapologetically and love exactly how God made you. That's one. Two, stay positive. No matter how rocky the situation is, no matter how things don't look to be in your favor, think of it in the most positive way anyway. Find the light in every situation. And I can tell you from personal experience that things in your life will always come together. I can think back to times just being a single mother where my schedule would be fluctuating or people would not, you know, I couldn't count on people that I thought I could count on and things just seemed like it was going to fall apart. But I will tell you this, and I'm not trying to sell you on faith, God, spirituality, or religion, but I can tell you this with all certainty and confidence it God will always make a way life if you're positive and you believe and you don't adapt this negative um this negativity as part of your existence as part of your experience if you if you embrace positivity things will fall in line in a way that benefits you That has been my experience and that is what I believe. The only time that has not been true is when I wasn't positive and when I didn't believe and when I just decided to give up on myself. 
I thank God for my nature that is happy, that is positive. And I know that everybody does not have that as something that's natural to them, but you can adopt, you can evolve, and you can become a person who chooses not to accept defeat. This may sound obnoxious and whatever to people. Like I said, I'm obnoxiously and unrealistically positive to the point that it frustrates people. How how you how can you be so positive about that? How you know that's not gonna gonna um, blow up? How you know it's people who are negative? They look at you like you're crazy. They look at you like you're crazy. They look at you like you don't take things serious, and they get frustrated. You some people will call you with the only. The only thing they want from you is to feel bad for them. The only thing they want from you is to validate them feeling bad for themselves. And I'm not that person. I'm not that friend. And people who know me and are close to me already know that. And I know I frustrated them. And it's not because I dismissed them or that I don't care. It's just it's just not my nature. And when I did when I did embrace that, it was toxic for me. So I'm just going to end on this note. And this is just from me to you in this moment for what's on my heart that I want to put on yours. Love yourself. Stay true to yourself. And always look at the glass as half full. I hope that you guys can take some value from this show. I appreciate you for listening. And I want you all to have a wonderful, positive, and prosperous day. I'll talk to you soon.